Hey, it's your host Omar. And it's your host Umar. And welcome to the Curiosity Project. Yes, welcome to another project. How you doing? Yeah, good. How are you? Not bad. Not yeah, bad. Good. Not bad. Okay. What have you been up to? Um, just been enjoying the weather, which has improved lately. So going out for some cycle rides. And, and by lately, you really do mean lately. Yeah, it's very only been lately. in the last 48 it, hours. No, no, it lasts this week. Yeah. Re- temperature wise, relatively compared to the, the week before, it was like minus. Sure. Uh, we had the snowstorm. We had the snowstorm yeah. and it was minus, I think it was minus seven on one of the days. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think we had some of the coldest weather in England. Yeah. And the Thames froze over as well. For the first time in... It's 60 years or something. Yeah, something along those lines. Crazy. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, so I've been trying to do go, go out on the bike a little bit more this week. And I watched this film, I think it was on last weekend or this... It was um, Invictus. Basically, it's the oh, is that the South African? Yeah, one it's a really with good. Matt I've Damon s- and Morgan Freeman. Morgan right? Freeman's the yeah. uh, play, playing Nelson Mandela. Yeah, and um, Matt Damon's playing um, the rugby player, uh, the the captain of the South African team, uh, Fra- Francois Pinois. Okay. I think I've pronounced it right. And he was the ba- ba- and it's set in 1995 so J- Mandela's just come into power and it's about their relationship on how they sort of motivate each other. He's he's uh he's going through some bad form with the South African team. They basically they lost a year ago. They lost to England and they lost they had some quite heavy defeats and they're going into the World Cup and Mandela sees this as a way of uniting the whole country uh, 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 get, uh, behind this one team. Sure. And Pinoa, Pinoa's, he's trying to... And then he he's looks to Mandela and sees Mandela. He goes and visits uh, Robin Island where he stayed in that prison for 27 to 30 years. He was in that prison. Basically, it was only six feet wide, six feet the sure. cell. And he goes, how can this man come out and basically forgive and not seek revenge for the people that actually prisoned him for mm. that look for that amount of time and then he saw inspiration in that story and, and that helped him in and, his um, yeah, uh, in, athletic and he uh, helped him motivate himself to gear his players around this unity uh, ag- again um basically um motivating them to uh, uh, to progress in that tournament interesting and it, so the uh, same way that Mandela found um, inspiration from what they were doing. What they were doing. Um, uh, Francois was also finding inspiration in the struggles yeah. that, um, uh, not Morgan Freeman, not that Morgan, Nelson, Mandela Nelson Mandela was facing. But then also he said, basically, look, you're going to have 40, is it 45 million at that time? Uh, you've got 45 million people in this country that are going to support you, not just the the white african um because there was uh, apartheid at yeah the, time. the apartheid not just yeah. the uh, white african supporters who followed traditionally rugby over there was followed by more the white elite class rather than is uh, there was only one black player in the team at the time oh, is that right yeah okay well i mean uh, yeah south africa at that time was extraordinary extraordinarily segregated huh? very segregated it was crazy crazy i remember i've, I've read all the stories of read so much about apartheid in South yeah. Africa at that time and the, the, the horrific things that happened to Nelson Mandela in that prison. Yeah. Um, it, was, it, was, it was terrible, terrible. What did you think of, of the movie? Do you think it was a good film? No, it's a good film. It's a good sports film. It's more focused on, it doesn't, whereas like, you know, some of the other sports films, they go into each game. They only go into a couple of games. Okay, but you this is more to final. do with the story. It's more around the story, the motivation, the players, 
the politics behind the scenes and also like like uh, Mandela had his secret um he had a couple of bodyguards and then when he became elected they had to work with uh, de Klerk's bodyguards as well so they he had white bodyguards and he he's got his uh, uh african bodyguards and they have to uh, work, work together now in partnership interesting so that was uh, that was a different struggle that was going on behind his back as well so there's a couple of different stories that are going on it's interesting one thing i have i haven't seen invictus by the way you'd like it the one thing yeah. i've heard about it yeah. i heard it's a good movie yeah. but i heard that morgan freeman has done one of the worst south african accents oh, yeah. i've ever heard in my life <laughs> yeah well, his accent's quite bad and even even um, matt damon's a matt, bit dodgy as matt well damon's accent's dodgy as well apart from the dodgy accents yeah the story is really good to get into okay you yeah, know yeah. the south african the south african accent and uh, maybe the kiwi accent are two of the most difficult accents i think there are to to, uh, to, to, to do yeah, yeah. really yeah. difficult yeah i've actually been watching the uh, matrix trilogy okay um over the last couple of days have you I never really, seen them before uh, i this is my seventh time oh, okay you have okay yeah. yeah yeah i've noticed whenever i i, I think that when it comes to story mm-hmm. i don't think anything is really as good or as in depth as the matrix uh, mm-hmm. trilogy yeah um, particularly the the set first and the second first and second one definitely um yeah. it really is just fantastic and the the uh, the fight scenes in there are yeah. extraordinary with the technology that they had when they were yeah. filming yeah amazing what they managed to do mm-hmm. i mean there's some moments that that are literally animated yeah so it, it looks like a, a computer game yeah. it looks like a ps5 game or something right i remember when it came out the technology they were using with the 360 degree the cameras, the cameras everywhere w- cameras everywhere to get those scenes with yeah. the, the bullet motion scenes the that we backward the uh, backward thing. thing yeah that and the raindrops falling and when they it's dodge, fantastic dodging. but then even the story was mind-blowing at the time for science fiction story that came out with that the whole plot behind we're just batteries basically plugged in. Yeah, plugged in into to to um uh, to serve as a power source the, for the machines. For the machines. So it's it really is fantastic, and the only way that they can continue these uh, uh humans essentially these uh, batteries yeah. for surviving is by keeping them plugged in into this computer simulation. Yeah, and making them believe that's their life. That's it's real. So my goodness me, yeah. like you know, talk about Elon Musk level stuff. You know, <laughs> where Elon Musk came out and said we're living in a computer simulation. Yeah. Um, like it's very very cool, so cool. I mean, some of these older movies, it really does make me miss mm. that old, you know, uh, filmography style mm. directing. Yeah. Uh, well, you don't really see that a lot nowadays. I mean, the last time I saw that was probably Boon Jong Ho's Parasite. Okay, Parasite. Yeah. I still haven't seen that. Yet. Have you not seen it? No. You know what? If we, if if, if after 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 we eat, uh, let's let's sit down. Okay. Let's, let's watch Parasite. It's let's quite try a long to. film, isn't it? Uh, I think it's about an hour and a half. Okay. Okay. So I not thought that it was longer. Long. I thought it was longer. No, than I that. don't think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's probably the last time that I saw a recent movie that mm-hmm. um, uh, made me appreciate the director. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great, great, great trilogy. Really okay. great trilogy. Yeah. Um, all of them are great. I'm looking forward because they're making The Matrix 4. I'm looking forward to it. I am. Yeah. I'm a little bit upset that, uh, uh, is it Lawrence Fishbone, isn't going to be in there. Oh, he's not going to be in it? Oh, no. Okay. Because he's old and fat. <laughs> yeah. He was, okay, so he's gone, he's let himself go. He's let more. himself go. Okay. Um, I mean, he was pretty toned up in the first toned. and second uh, I Matrix. I he was quite built in the Yeah. Film. 
Um, so they've got this new guy in who literally looks like a bloody barn door. But has you know, he's still he's replaced that character? He's replaced him okay. as Morpheus. Okay, he's replaced Morpheus. Um, okay. Well, he is playing Morpheus. He's he's replaced but, Lawrence yeah. Fishburne. Okay. Though. Oh. Uh, Keanu is still in there as yeah. Neo, yeah. and uh, what's I, her name? The Trinity. What what's Trinity. Her, what's the actresses? I can't remember. She's yeah. still the same. Okay, she's actress. the same lady. Um, but I think that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be great yet. Mm-hmm. I hope it's going to be great though. Okay. Because what? What a great comeback that would be, huh? It would be amazing, yeah. It would be really interesting. Yeah. But what would also be interesting is if technology and clothing manufacturing would advance as quickly as some of the new technologies we've been seeing, which I think is a very good segue. Yeah, I like the way you, our... I like the way you done that. That was so <laughs> slick. <laughs> into our conversation today. Yeah. Oh, do you mind if I introduce it? So yes, yeah. The conversation that um myself and Umar are going to be having today, mm-hmm. uh, is essentially uh, a follow-up conversation on the episode we did. I think it was called The Fashion Problem. Okay, yep. Where mm-hmm. we discussed, uh, do you remember doing this? We, yeah, we yeah. discussed the um, uh, sustainability implications uh, on uh, fast fashion companies uh, and luxury companies, actually, that are producing their garments in a very, very unhealthy fashion. Mm-hmm. And essentially destroying the ecosystem, yeah. destroying the environment. Where they're doing mass production for short-term fashion trends, like for very uh, seasonal wear, which is only in, in fashion for a few months. Yeah. And also the garments are not built to last. They don't. They they after a couple of washes, they tend to fade or lose their shape or uh, wear in certain places. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And actually, yeah. one of the other problems that I found, and I don't know if I mentioned it in the episode, but are luxury companies as well. Mm-hmm. So that even though it's not that much, it, it doesn't contribute to a significant amount as where these cheaper, you know, Primarks, H&M's, yeah, yeah. Zara's. Uh, but the luxury companies as well, these mm-hmm. people who are not sustainably minded mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and they're producing their garments seasonally. Yeah. They're producing their garments in a very fast fashion way. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it is good quality, it gets thrown away anyway because yeah. the designs are so radical. Yeah, because it's it's only in season for that. It's one, in trend. It's in trend for that particular period, and that's it. It's out of trend. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a really bad that's way worse. of going. Yeah. Which is why we're going to be doing the episode. Mm-hmm. I think in the next week or two. Okay. Uh, this is definitely a priority for us to get the capsule wardrobe episode out. Oh yeah, yeah. We've been talking about that for quite some time. We have. So yeah. I've actually been really hard at work doing a lot of research. Okay. Uh, the the the. I'm not going to get do any spoilers or anything, but mm-hmm. the the company we're talking about today will also feature in our capsule wardrobe episode as well. Okay. When it comes to t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're we're going to be doing a full capsule wardrobe episode. Uh, just please wait for that. I'm telling you, it's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually put a lot of work into it behind the scenes you don't even know all right okay yeah <laughs> it's it's gonna be fantastic it's yeah. gonna be a 10 item um basic capsule wardrobe mm-hmm. this is my idea okay. of what a capsule wardrobe okay, should be 10 items yep. a 10 item it'll be interesting to see what you come out with as well what you think your capsule wardrobe should be mm-hmm. um but uh, i think this is going to be very interesting um but when it, we're not going to be talking about capsule wardrobe or essential items um, today, uh, what we what we are going to talk about is uh, some interesting solutions to this whole fast fashion problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and what a particular company is doing mm-hmm. uh, to to help combat that. Yeah. Um, 
And that company is called Son of a Tailor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, uh, I've been seeing Son of a Tailor adverts everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, to be completely honest. Uh, I've been seeing them on Snapchat. I've been seeing it okay. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing it everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. My God. And the way that uh, I actually got in touch with them was through our dear friend Ricardo. Okay, so they connected to him. Uh, not connected. Uh, no, so I was having a conversation with Ricardo. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, listen, um, whose T-shirts would you recommend? Okay. And he said, listen, son of a tailor are doing amazing, amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, let me get in touch with them. Yeah. So I got in touch with them. And I just wanted to say, uh, so I've been dealing with a very, very lovely individual called Kay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have to say, she's been a genuine uh, pleasure in, in helping me to understand and answering my questions mm-hmm. about what makes Son of a Tailor special. Yep. Now, before we kind of get into the nitty gritty of things, I think it will be interesting to understand uh, your experience with their product mm-hmm. uh, and my experience as well. Yeah. So we've got, um, so uh, you got a t-shirt from them. That's right. I've got a t-shirt um, um, custom made. Basically on, on their website, you can, you enter in your, your size, your height, your weight, your age and your shoe size. And then basically they um, um, cut it and uh, manufacture it to tailored to your size. Yeah. So essentially yeah. it's a custom t-shirt. Very Yeah. It's a, it's a custom T-shirt and to go even in, in more depth. So I, kn- I know a lot of people are like, what, how from those measurements can they find a perfect T-shirt for exactly, me? Exactly, yeah. Because I was surprised as well. Like, why do they want my, my age? Your age and your yeah, shoe size. And your shoe size, but yeah. then it adds up. Yeah. It makes sense because yeah. what they do is they have this database of thousands of details. Mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. And they run that against that database. Yeah. And they find potentially the best pattern to fit you. Yeah. So for example... If all of, if mine, your details were exactly the same, mm-hmm. but your age was yours and my age was mine, yeah. we'd have different patterns. Yeah, you'd have a different pattern. We'd have dis- yeah. different patterns yeah. because as you get older, your body changes. Yeah, you shrink. You, you yeah, can... you shrink. Or maybe yeah. you've got a little bit more around yeah. the waist. Yeah. You know, maybe your, maybe your shoulder, shoulders aren't as broad as they used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Maybe your arms are a bit smaller now. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They become experts in this now. Yeah. So essentially, you get a custom-made T-shirt. Uh, I actually got a T-shirt and a jumper. Okay, you got two things. Yeah, so I got a jumper. Um, I've actually wanted one of their jumpers for a while now. Um, and I have to say, it's expensive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, their jumpers are very, very expensive. Okay. Uh, but we'll get into that later. Okay. Um, so... What's your experience with their T-shirt? So without no. talking about the amazing background and stuff like that, yeah. what's the experience with the product? Because if the product isn't good, mm-hmm. then what's the point of the story? No, no, exactly. No, no, definitely the product and is we, good. And we were actually just talking, weren't we just talking before yeah. about a particular product which is sustainably um, uh, uh, directed, yeah. but the product is a bit lacklustre. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we I, I made a comment to you off mm-hmm. the cuff, yeah. which I don't mind saying on the yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. where I said, you know what? Like, it's it's the Tesla effect. Yeah. Tesla realized people aren't going to buy an electric car until the electric car is better than an internal combustion vehicle. Mm-hmm. They're not going to buy a car for the green credentials first. Yeah, it yeah. has to be better than its internal combustion counterpart. Exactly. It has to, yeah, it has to beat that at least. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you're going to buy a sustainable product, I very, very much believe, and I don't know if you agree with me, but mm-hmm. let me know. Yeah. 
Um, I very, very much believe that sustainable companies, the only ones that are worth taking a look at and investing your money into, Mm-hmm. are ones that yes are helping the environment mm-hmm. and are creating as close to a net positive to the ecosystem yeah. as, you, as they yeah. can uh, but ones that are outperforming their non-sustainable counterparts exactly because some, sometimes you find the company does uh, like zero carbon emissions or they're offsetting uh, their carbon emissions so they're doing something ethically but then the product doesn't stand the product is is a weaker product compared to a counterpart that is not doing anything environmentally Absolutely. so you just tagged on the environmental um stamp to show that you're doing something for the environment but they actually the product is of really poor quality yeah it's not a great product so, so it's pointless um you selling that product and then you're stamping on these um like you're doing all these good things but the actual product is 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 neither good. It doesn't stand up doesn't to stand scrutiny. Up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, one company I have to say who is really great with this, uh, mm-hmm. and I want to give them a bit of credit is yeah. it's Logic. It's Logic. Yes, the water bottle. The water company. bottle company. That their product. My wife uses the the flask, the thermos yeah. every day to work, and she loves it. Isn't it great? Yeah. And you use the water bottle. Yeah, right? I use the water bottle. Yeah. So both of those two products, they're built to last. They are. They're, you, you, uh, there's, um, and they're so nice to use as well. I mean, regardless of price range, I have never seen a water bottle uh, as good quality as that, regardless of price range. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen a thermos as simple, yep. as functional, as beautiful as the one that they produce. Yeah. And they've got some of the best um, environmental credentials out there, yeah. I think. So, yeah, like... Listen, even though we're not talking about thermoses and water bottles, yeah. I needed to give them a yeah, mention. Yeah, just mention it. Um, yeah, so the T-shirts, I've, I've used it um, three or four times. So I've worn it a couple of days each time. And then I've washed it uh, at least three times. And it's still, it, every time you wear it after the wash, it feels like you still got, you know the feeling you get when you buy a new T-shirt, that sensation. Yeah. It still feels the 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 fit and the the way the feeling you get from a new t-shirt that it clings to you and i and it hasn't lost any shape it hasn't lost any there hasn't been any um decolor mine's plain white anyway but it hasn't lost any the the texture of the cotton still feels the same as i had it uh, when you first handed it to me how many times have you worn it? I've worn I've worn it three times at least. Three, three times. Yeah, and okay. like two two or three days on each time on each occasion. So I've worn it. So I've had it on. So six, it's got a decent six, amount of wear. Six or seven days out of each time, and I've washed it three times as well. Interesting. So I've so I've I've had very similar um, mm-hmm. experience with you. Not as much though. I've actually only just started wearing the t shirt. Okay. I've got a lot more experience with the jumpers though. Okay. Uh, and I do want to I do want to mention yeah. the jumpers as well, mm-hmm. um, because Son of a Tailor has got a tremendous amount of exposure for their T-shirts, mm-hmm. a lot of exposure. Yeah, yeah. But I have been oh yeah. impressed with their second layers. Oh, the, so what you put the, on the top, jump, the jumpers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But I do want to talk about their T-shirts. So I've been comparing their T-shirts to Top Man. Mm-hmm. as a budget option yeah 15 low, quid yeah 15 quid once uh i've been comparing it to a this is an unfair comparison mm-hmm. because the t-shirts are very different but i've been comparing it to basic rights as well okay i don't really want to talk about that one too much because the basic rights t-shirts as you know mm-hmm. is thicker 
It's a f- yeah, yeah. They're much thicker. Much thicker. Yeah. It's a different kind of T-shirt. Mm-hmm. It's not the same kind of thing. Yeah. But I have been because it's in that kind of mid to luxury price range. Mm-hmm. And I've also been comparing it to another company called Sunspell. Okay. Sunspell is a UK company mm-hmm. which creates luxury clothes, 100 quid t-shirts, stuff okay. like that. Okay. okay. High, high price end. High end. Yeah. Uh, famous for the James Bond t-shirt. They, they, oh, uh, they okay. make the t-shirts for James Bond. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've been comparing it to that. Uh, Son of a Tailor. Uh, destroys all of them. Mm-hmm. I just want to make that very clear. Okay. I don't even want to go into the details. All right. Okay. Uh, all I will say is the fit is better than Sun Sunspell fit is a disgrace. Mm-hmm. Um, the top man durability is a disgrace. Yeah, yeah that you, durability I could tell you. This t shirt yeah. I'm wearing is top man. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it's just had uh, been at it by a dog. Yeah, yeah. After one wash, that happens. Yeah. It's a disgrace. Yeah. Um, but it, actually, I I bought it purely for this comparison mm-hmm. um but listen if you're going to buy it as a vest or something then yeah sure you know it'll yeah. work <laughs> as long as no one sees it yeah um but yeah when it comes to durability it completely destroys it mm-hmm. um so that's the thing is that even though son of a tailor is not a cheap product it's around 40 or 50 pounds for a t-shirt mm-hmm. i think depending on what options you go for yeah. and what fabric you choose uh, if you go for a slightly cheaper fabric it'll be cheaper mm-hmm. if you go for like the Tensile t-shirt yeah uh we spoke about tensile do you remember do you remember that discussion yes you mentioned it in the other episode yeah so yeah. uh for people who don't know ten th- this is one thing i love about son of a tailor mm-hmm. is they're really concentrating on these unique groundbreaking fabrics mm-hmm. uh tensile is essentially potentially one of the most beautiful fabrics i've ever felt in my life mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a shirt from Basic Rights made of... You've got a shirt from Basic Rights made of tensile. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. The black one. Yeah, I yeah. remember. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like silk? Yeah. It feels just it like feels, silk. It feels like silk. Yeah. Uh, but in my opinion, it feels nicer than silk because it's a bit thicker. Yeah. Um, And it's sustainable mm-hmm. uh, because uh, instead of uh, destroying the environment, just like mm-hmm. cotton does, mm-hmm. um, it's made of eucalyptus wood. Oh, okay. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing, yeah. You know, and eucalyptus wood is basically the weed of the forest, of the of the jungle, of the rainforest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it grows anywhere and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you get tensile, that's quite an expensive fabric. Mm-hmm. Obviously, your t-shirt will go up in price if you yeah. go for the more expensive, the the cheaper fabrics. Then you'll get a cheaper t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, you know, when it comes to these kind of things, you know that the fit is better than than the sun spell. Mm-hmm. The um the fabric choice is the same, and the fabric's a lot softer. The cotton's a lot softer. It's fine. It's very fine. It's and because they use this extra long cotton, so it's a bit longer than the, what other what other manufacturers tend to use. So it feels softer. Okay, that's pretty cool, actually. Uh, but I mean, the one thing that you I can say from handling the fabric, right? Mm-hmm. is um typically when i feel a t-shirt i can feel the weave uh, yeah. of the cotton um you can you can see the weave pattern on this it's very fine very tight weave yeah uh, almost to an extent actually that when i move the t-shirt around in the light uh you can almost see a a sheen across the fabric because the weave is so beautiful and so tight and so fine um one of the problems I've found with fine weave t-shirts, though, is durability. 
Uh, whenever I find a fine weave t-shirt, I notice that the durab durability is absolute poo-poo. That's right, yeah. Uh, however, in this case, not the case. It's very, very tough, very durable. And the binding uh, around the neck uh, is also very, very impressive. Uh, so, yeah, mm -hmm. listen, when it comes to a product standpoint, the best I've ever had. The other thing is, I like the fact on the website, you can have a look at uh, the person who actually cut your T-shirt. So you can go, because uh, they're manufactured in Portugal. Yeah. And you can go in and you can find the backstory and go into the detail of each tailor. I didn't know that. And they have, they've got pictures and images of all of the ones. I haven't had a chance to look at the one that did my T-shirt. but The can, name comes on the label, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the name yeah. comes on. The, you can type in the name or... Um, on the website and then find out who actually cut which lady or which person actually cut your t-shirt i also want to say just adding to that the user experience was really special mm -hmm. so when i ordered our t-shirts yeah um i went online i put your details in put my details in it was all good but then what they do is because it does take a little bit longer than usual yeah they actually send you an email as it goes through each and every single okay, step. Okay, the different stages. Yeah. yeah. So when they're cutting your pattern, mm -hmm. you know, uh, what in the in the in the case of the jumper, and I yeah. want to talk about the jumper for a second. Mm -hmm. In the case of the jumper, um, because it's three D knitted, yeah, um, which uh, causes no seams mm -hmm. on the jumper. Mm -hmm. uh, amazing, amazing technology. Like I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. When I was reading about it, I was like, ah, we have to do something with these guys. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, they, they email you, hey, it's being knitted. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's being cut. It's, it's finishing. It's being packaged. Uh, we're doing a quality control check. Mm -hmm. They email you all the little steps and it's great. It makes you feel special. Mm -hmm. It's more than just going to a store and making an impulse purchase. This is something that you buy. You know that you need. You know you will appreciate yeah. the quality. Mm-hmm. And you know what you're getting is potentially one of the best products you can possibly buy. Yeah. And I know because of the fact they're using a very high quality, rich cotton. We, we've gone for the, uh, the white option. But if you go for the coloured options, the colour tends to be very um, vibrant. So the, because, because they're using a high quality cotton, it absorbs a lot of the colour dyes they use. Okay. And then the, it, they won't fade as, as compared to other... Uh, other manufacturers who use a, a lower grade cotton and when they dye those cottons they tend to fade after a couple of washes that's interesting but we we haven't we need to sample um it would be interesting colored, actually to a get a few colored t-shirts yeah i think that would be quite that, interesting uh, fact and to verify it absolutely and i think that that you know it would be quite interesting as well for the whole capsule wardrobe as well of course you know white t-shirt white t-shirt this is the staple right yeah. this is an essential you can wear it under a shirt. You can wear it as a style staple itself. Mm -hmm. I normally wear a white T-shirt. How I've been wearing the Son of a Tailor T-shirt mm -hmm. is wear a pair of tailored trousers. Yeah. So it looks really cool. Tuck it in. Yeah. Tailored trousers, artisan lab sneakers. I've been wearing them with uh, Ricardo's, the, the, the trousers. The uh, artisan lab jeans. Yeah, the jeans. Uh, what I've also been doing is, you know, if I want to really step it up a level, <laughs> yeah, uh, I wear the the Crown Northampton sneakers. Oh, okay, okay. And those are just they oh, just pretty. Uh, they the extra set it icing off. on oh, the yeah. cake. Yeah, uh, that's if I really want to push out the bubble. You know, <laughs> I want to make an impression. Mm. You know, but it's uh, it it's really great because it it it's not just uh, the way that I want to finish talking about the yeah. the t shirt is 
This t-shirt is more than the sum of its parts. Exactly. It's a white t-shirt, yeah. essentially. That's mm -hmm. what we're talking about here. But like, it's, let's... Tail. It's, it's, a, it's a simple white standard t-shirt. Yeah. But this is on the same level as like a like a Charvet shirt. Do you, have mm -hmm. you heard of the Parisian brand Charvet? Yeah, yeah. So Charvet make two, three hundred pound dress shirts. Mm -hmm. This is on that level. On that level, yeah. In my opinion. Because it's tailored to your size. You're not going to get that pattern off the shelf of a, like a, uh, on Oxford, Oxford Street, like off um, Topshop or John Lewis. You're not going to get that tailored fit. No, you can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. And like I said, you know, I've gone so far as to as to um, uh, uh, compare it to some of the most, uh, you know, revered t-shirt mm -hmm. manufacturers in the world, Sunspell. Mm -hmm. And I believe Son of a Tailor has outperformed them okay. quite substantially, in fact. Mm -hmm. Quite substantially. Yeah. Um, and I love that. I love that because they are doing what they're doing and we're going to talk about that. Uh, but they are doing it and producing the best product I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the jumper, the jumper is expensive. Yeah. I will tell you that right now. Okay. The jumper was like 170 quid. Okay. That is expensive. That is not cheap. No. But is it? Mm -hmm. I think it's quite good value for money. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I've had quite a few jumpers, as you can see. Yeah, yeah. You I like wearing jumpers. You're wearing jumper now. Yeah. I like wearing jumpers. This is a H&M job. Okay. Okay. This is very looks old. Looks good. Yeah. Yeah. It's very old. Okay. It's got a hole right here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah, yeah. things aren't going too well yeah, with this. Yeah, it's falling apart. Yeah. But I wear it as a loungewear. Yeah, easy kind going. Of thing. Yeah, while you're recording. While we're recording, it's a little bit cold. Yeah. You know, I want to put something on a bit warm. Mm -hmm. I've never had a lot of good experience when it comes to jumpers. Mm hmm. I'm just under six foot five. I'm just over six foot four. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm relatively big. Yeah. Um, tall. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm 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 quite tall. Um, you know I'm I've got a um around a forty two inch chest. Okay. Uh, so I'm fairly broad in my shoulders, mm -hmm. and I've got a thirty three inch waist. Yeah. So, you know, difficult proportions yeah, to say the least. Yes, it's hard. Jumpers tend to, like my build, I, I find jumpers very easy to find Yeah, that fit me. So yeah, your build is quite unusual. Um, difficult. Yeah, difficult. So what I normally have to do is yeah. I have to go for a large or an extra large. Yeah. And then the shape looks funny. The shape is horrible. Yeah. yeah. Baggy. Yeah. Like, look, Oversized. Can, you, can you see all this? But that currently, currently that's the fashion. A lot of the young, look, it looks the cool. younger lot are wearing the oversized jumpers. And that has its place yeah. and it has its yeah. time. Yeah. But when you want to dress up a little bit and you want to wear a nice, Smart, warm, fitted. thick jumper, yeah. it's impossible for me to find one that is fitting beautifully. Mm -hmm. This has been the first time. So I got the, uh, I think it's called the wool sweater. I think that's what it's okay, called, the wool, wool sweater. sweater. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just going to confirm okay, uh, that is what it's called. Are you going to phone the team in Copenhagen? Uh, nope, okay, I'm going to check the order that I made with them. That's where they're based anyway, if anyone's wondering. Yeah, they're Scandinavian, yeah. uh, which is yeah. awesome. Um, in Denmark. In Denmark, yeah. Um, sorry, just bear with me for a second. I just want to make sure that mm -hmm. I... Yeah, while you're checking that. And then they get a lot of the cotton from California. And then the manufacturing is done in Portugal, in the factory over there. You know what, Portugal, I don't think people realise how extraordinary the craftsmanship is coming out of Portugal. Mm -hmm. I've seen a few Portuguese sneakers uh, no, over my I've time. I've been there years ago, and uh, you'd be surprised. A lot of the they they do make a lot of handcrafted um, stuff. 
um, a lot of the pottery and stuff and woodwork um, uh, objects are they're, they're very good with manufacturing over there a lot of um, traditional craftsmanship I was right it's the wool yeah. sweater the wool sweater um, absolutely extraordinary okay love it honestly it's one of my favourite pieces in my entire wardrobe mm -hmm. now um, like I said expensive but 100% worth it because you cannot get this anywhere. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I've, I've gone across like loads of different brands from, you know, like I said, H&M. I've got ones from uh, Suit Supply. Mm -hmm. I've got ones from uh, Brunello Cuccinelli. Listen, I paid yeah. big money for that. I that paid like six, seven hundred pounds. Sounds like you paid big money. For yes, it was six, seven hundred pounds for a jumper. Whoa. Um, I've also tried one on for, uh, ones on from Tom Ford. Listen, this is on that level. Okay. The fit That's and the good. quality and the softness. This feels like I'm running my hand on the wrong side of wood. <laughs> you know when you you know when you run yeah. your hand against the grain on yeah. untreated wood? Yeah. And you get those splinters. Yeah. That's what so, this feels like. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh that jumper feels like silk. Smooth silk. Okay. Uh, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Literally. So from a product standpoint, it's the best product ever. Yeah. That I've seen. Regardless of price point, um, yeah, it hits all the marks in terms of the, the basically, the benefits that you're looking for for from that particular product. I agree, but, but now here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, they've now that would have been enough. Mm -hmm. Just them making the best bloody product mm -hmm. I've ever seen. Yeah, in any price range. Yeah, in that particular, um, uh, um. In that particular product, mm -hmm. a t-shirt, a jumper, a -shirt, whatever a jumper, it might be, yeah. uh, that could have been enough. But no, they they didn't just stop there. Mm -hmm. Now there are a bunch of problems mm -hmm. in fashion. Yeah. Okay. Um, which we we addressed a bunch of them. We mentioned in the them last in the one. other one. So I'm not going to get into that. Waste okay. of materials, over manufacturing and stuff. We're not going to get into that. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to get into yeah. that because we want people to go back mm -hmm. and we want yeah, them yeah, to just, listen to just it. Just recap and listen to that episode. Yeah. And then that will uh, fill you fill in all the gaps. Absolutely. This, yeah. Now, what you're probably going to ask, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm and I'm sure that a lot of the audience are sitting there and being like. Listen, if I'm an ordinary size, yeah. if I already have something that fits me good, why am I going to buy a custom-made T-shirt mm -hmm. with a premium? Yeah. Because essentially that's really what the slight premium is. Yeah. The premium is, is because of the manufacturing technique, which we'll get into, yeah. and the fabric and the fact that it is a custom-made garment. Yeah, those three things, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, well, here's why. Because these guys, the, no, the third thing you haven't mentioned is no landfill. Like they're basically they they don't have no warehouses. They don't keep stock. So that was actually the point I was about to yeah, make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that that's the reason is yeah. because that these guys are sustainably um, aligned. Yeah. You know that is the reason why you should be going for a product like this as mm -hmm. opposed to a product that is creating a lot of waste. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, creating a lot of waste. Yeah. And I mean, just, just to kind of put it into perspective um, uh, for our people, 60% um, of every single online order that mm -hmm. is made is returned. Returned? Yeah. Okay. 60% of all online orders are then returned. 
and then that causes waste. Yeah. So can you imagine over half of all the purchases made on the internet, which I believe, particularly during the pandemic times, even more so, the majority of purchases in the world is made online. Online at the moment. Over half of that is being waste. Wow. Over half. Think about that for a second. You know, and also 60% of all clothes purchases in the world Mm -hmm. are thrown out after one year. That's just, yeah, that's just shocking, those figures there. And the reasons for them being thrown out is Mm. is your poor quality. Poor quality, fading colours, fashion, fast fashion. Fast fashion, fashion moving on. Maybe you bought a a, a t-shirt with a stupid Aztec print on there or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, You know, and it just doesn't fit the mood anymore. Mm -hmm. Or it's lost, Um, or it's lost, the garment's lost lost shape shape after a couple of washes, yeah. Something like this, right? yeah. Um, or maybe, yeah, or maybe it just doesn't fit right, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, yeah, or it never fitted right in when you first bought it, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, something else that really, you know, shook me, which mm-hmm. was really quite interesting is, you know, when I was talking about that whole wasted fabric, yeah, it's not just in the product itself. Mm-hmm. It's the, you know, uh, clothing is, is essentially cut from large sheets of fabric, right? Yeah. 40% of the fabric that these guys are pro- that are provided with is wasted in the manufacturing process. Yeah, just in like offcuts. On offcuts, yeah. yeah. 40% before it even reaches yeah. the customer before is it, wasted. Before it's, it's gone. even gone into the shelves of the yeah. shops, yeah. It's gone during the manufacturing process. And then the other thing is like you have a lot of these other manufacturers tend to sell to a retailer whereas this is manufacturer direct to customer so there's no direct to consumer so there's no middle man or middle person in the chain so that there's a, a big saving there as well so i i really like d2c yeah, uh, yeah. businesses yeah, i man. love d2c we yeah. actually most of the a actually, lot of the ones we've worked with all of them that we've worked most with, of them i can't imagine any retailer we've worked with actually well artisan lab is a d2c yeah varsity head uh, varsity headwear is a d2c yeah uh, Crown is a D2C. Yeah. But pretty much all of the Nearly companies of them, we work with. 95% of them are being... Because these guys are offering value. Yeah. You know, the, you're not dealing with the silly overheads, the yeah. middleman fees yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But look, I will be the first to say, and I want to I wanna offer a, a little warning to our, okay. our audience. Yeah. D2C doesn't immediately mean high quality. Yeah, it, not necessarily. It doesn't mean that. Yeah. yeah. There are so many Kickstarter projects out there. Mm-hmm. That are using direct to consumer marketing techniques yeah. as a way to, um, uh, to see uh, make their uh, product look better quality than it actually is. But then sometimes a lot of the D two C businesses are using that as a foothold to get into the market before they branch out selling to retailers. Maybe yeah, I don't to get really, brand awareness of new designers. Anyway. I don't really have a big problem with yeah. that to be honest. Yeah. If you're making a great product, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of watch companies. I listen. I got no problem in naming them Vincero for okay. one of them. Yeah. Uh, there's another <laughs> one. I think shame. it's called uh, Filippo Loretti. Is another. Okay. Uh, these are not great products. These are terrible products. Okay. Uh, but they're selling this thing that we are giving you great value because there's no middleman fees. No middleman. So you're not getting good value. We're passing that cost saving on. Yeah. You're not okay. getting good value. So yes, this is a direct consumer company. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But not all of them are like that. Yeah. Just be wary. The ones that we work with, the ones that we've collaborated with, uh, I'm telling you, you know how much work I put in, in yeah, understanding these companies, yeah. talking to them yeah. and really 
appreciating their product and the amount of testing that we do on the products as mm -hmm. well yeah is crazy so we really vet these guys quite yeah, a lot because we've been testing the product for a couple of weeks or a couple of months sometimes before we actually start speaking about the product yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and there's, there's a lot of conversations that go on behind the scenes mm. as well you know really really probing as much as we possibly can mm -hmm. um so yeah you know it's 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 definitely definitely interesting now when it comes to this whole waste thing right yeah you were saying that they don't have the warehousing they yeah. don't have the stock they don't it's all uh i, I believe it's called m2o uh, m made made to order made to order direct direct basically as the orders come in that's when they start cutting the the templates and start manufacturing yeah and and because they don't have all of that right mm -hmm. And because they have very advanced manufacturing techniques, yeah. uh, because these guys are essentially creating these methods like 3D knitting, mm -hmm. where you have literally zero waste of product. Yeah. Zero. There is no waste. From the start of the product to the end, everything is used. Yeah, everything's getting utilised. Yeah. But aside from all of that, and like also aside because of the significantly lower returns as well, mm -hmm. so the shipping... Yeah, shipping costs yeah. are reduced. No, 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 not Sorry. shipping costs. Oh. The um, CO2 emissions. Yeah, carbon, carbon, your footprint. carbon footprint's been lowered as well. Because you need to remember the biggest, some of the biggest amounts of, of CO2 released is in the cargo. Yeah, in the cargo transportation between the supply chains. Yeah. They have, because these guys have el eliminated the supply chain to, to, to net zero almost. And also because they're supplying you with an item that fits you perfect from day dot, Mm -hmm. You don't need to return it. Yeah. You don't need to experiment. Oh, let me get a large. Let me get a medium. Let me do this. Let me do that. Yeah, because it won't. Uh, the size issue will never impact you with these guy with Son of a Taylor because it's been built and it's been produced to fit you. So that will never be an issue. And then you've the the only issue you might have is you, you wasn't the color was maybe not to your expectations but then the, the they've used really high quality uh, photography on on the website so that would be hard sell as well for you to come back on that yeah i completely agree so, i completely agree and actually some statistics which is quite interesting is son of a tailor mm -hmm. has a four percent return rate okay four percent where uh, uh another um another company in denmark i think mm. it's called zalando yeah uh, has a 50 percent return rate and the industry standard is 60 percent yeah, yeah, and son of a tailor is four percent. But the, even the four percent, it'd be interesting to find out what the reasons are on those four percent. Like, what are the like top issues and why they come back in that in that four percent? Because I can't, I can't imagine, I can't even uh, contemplate what issue would come up. Well, I think I think essentially it's a lot of sizing problems. Okay, that's what I think it might be. Okay, uh, just from my friends and conversations oh, okay. I've had. You know, people, they, they, they buy a few sizes. Yeah. And then whichever one fits, they return the others. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You know? Mm -hmm. um, so I'm pretty sure that there's a back and forth going on. I don't think it's essentially return and leave. I think, mm -hmm. it's, I think it might be a return and get a new size. Okay, different size. Um, maybe it's also manufacturing defects. You never Ye know. Yeah, they could, they could have odd defects. Yeah, we haven't. Because the thing is, is that they're... son of a tailor have a very rigorous uh, quality, quality check. Quality check going on. They yeah. do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and but the thing is, is that what does that actually mean? What does it mean not to have storage, not to have big warehouses, not to have this? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you what it bloody means. <laughs> what it means is that yeah. the fashion retail average 
of a um, uh, carbon footprint mm-hmm. in um, uh, uh, kilograms for CO2 yeah, yeah. is uh, about 14... Wait, hang on a second. It's um, 14... Point six six. Okay. Which is kilograms in CO two. Yeah. Okay. That's the fashion retail, like actual brick and mortar walk in store. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The fashion e commerce average mm-hmm. is eleven point seven eight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's lower. It's lower. So we're doing good. Yeah. yeah. The son of a tailor average it's gonna be is under eight. F- eight. Okay. Eight. That's a big difference. Yeah. Significantly lower. Yeah. yeah. Significantly almost lower. Half, just almost half. Almost half. Almost half, yeah. I mean, you know, let's just think about this for a second. We've just, got very high craftsmanship in Portugal. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of hand finishing as well. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of hand finishing. We've got advanced manufacturing techniques. Mm-hmm. We've got extraordinarily high quality materials. Yep. You know, these guys are using some of the highest quality materials you can possibly get your hands on. Mm-hmm. We've got custom made. Yeah. Perfect fit from day one. This is the. Yeah. Bespoke tailoring, basically. It's basically bespoke. Yeah. You're right. A hundred percent. It's, it's almost like the tailors, the guys come, or persons come to your house to measure you up. This is the modern yeah. tailor. Yeah, the modern tailor. This the, is the technologically... The virtual, ine- the yeah. virtual tailor in yeah, your this house. Yeah, this is the technologically uh, driven tailor. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, you've got all of that. And then you've got the best product in any price range we've come across. Mm-hmm. Where is the downside? Yeah, I'm struggling to find a negative on, the, on this. There was <laughs> one downside okay. where we thought that it might be a bit too expensive but then when the product actually came mm-hmm. i realized no it's not too expensive it's actually bloody perfectly priced it's actually too cheap i think it's too cheap yeah it's no no it was only expensive in when you added on if you got like your initials printed on you know and what? a few other bits and bobs here i'll and be there. completely honest with you if yeah. you look at sunspell and mm-hmm. other companies who are producing inferior uh, products yeah um, if you want those options on there, you're talking 150, 160, 170. Okay, so even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, over double, over double. So yes, it is expensive, but again, expensive, expensive is good because uh, depending on what your value is. Yeah, the va- the return is unbelievable because the, I can't How many see... times are you going to wear a white t-shirt? How, how many times are you going to, you're going to wear it quite a lot. Yeah. So you, a lot of them... Like if you buy the ones off the shelf, like the H and M or the Topshop ones, they the top tend man ones, top yeah. man top man ones. They tend to get uh, destroyed within a couple of months. Listen, forget a couple, couple of months. Couple of weeks, I've had this for like three weeks, and it already looks like a dog's dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, it doesn't look good. So the these the son of a tailor t uh, shirts are not gonna deteriorate in that manner. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, listen, time will tell. Yeah. Right. Time will tell. Listen. After We're, thirty, let's see what it looks like after thirty. Yeah, words. we can revisit. Uh, do a short episode on a recap on how we're going with the the product. And yeah, totally. After a couple of you know, couple of weeks. how will it look after thirty? Words? How will yeah. it look after fifty words? Yeah. This is what I would like to know. Yeah. I think it will be interesting. Like I said, I don't find any problem with it. But when you find a company like Son of a Tailor, 
that is sustainable, mm -hmm. sustainably driven, yeah. is looking towards, you know, providing a net positive to the environment, mm -hmm. are truly innovating in their manufacturing techniques, whether it's their 3D knitting mm -hmm. um, and uh, and their, their, their methods of um, being able to pattern their items with zero waste, mm -hmm. pattern and cut their items with zero waste. Yeah. Um, and, you know custom-made garments mm. how can you not become excited about that exactly yeah you know so it's it's really really great i'm also excited to look at a few of their other, other products as well uh, in the future in future capsule wardrobe episodes okay that'd be um, good because they 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 like i said in the beginning and i want to finish on this mm -hmm. they've become very famous for their t-shirts but the most impressive thing i found is that jumper okay you have to have a look at that jumper yeah. afterwards that's the most impressive yeah. thing that I've yeah. actually found. Like I said, it was expensive, but 100% worth it. Mm -hmm. um, there's a bunch of other things they do. They do like uh, long sleeve polos. Okay. They do Henley t-shirts. Yeah. They do like pullovers, sweatshirts. Mm -hmm. They do loads of things. Amazing. Okay. Listen, I can't see myself getting anything from any other company when it comes to second layers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and t-shirts yeah these guys have just killed it and i don't think that you guys should you guys want the best just yeah. like us yeah this is the best and and this truly is you know very very impressive mm -hmm. my expectations were i mean they were like all right no I was but when i saw the product yeah well. when yeah. i saw the product i was blown away yeah yeah so super impressive mm -hmm. uh really really great I, lo I love it i love what they but yeah, good job, son of a tailor. We love it. <laughs> yeah, great job. Yeah, we love it. Um, okay. So uh, listen, we hope you guys enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually really interesting and exciting doing all the research and understanding the the, the brand and what they're doing and mm -hmm. what they're solving. Because I, I love companies that pick a problem and they do everything in their power to solve it. Yeah, because they're not just tackling it from the end product. They're also looking at the, the whole manufacturing even the way they're, they're, they're looking after their staff as well. So the whole 360 uh, ethos behind the company. So it's not just the product. It's the whole manufacturing, the sourcing of the materials, everything about even it. Even the materials themselves. And even the materials, yeah. where, they get, where they're growing and, and the, what farms they're using in terms of uh, uh, farming techniques as well. So the whole... Uh, the beginning the whole supply chain from from beginning to end and they're trying to they're trying to look for the best product the best materials the best uh, the best tailors the best templates and the best finishing i think it's great yeah i think and, and i really do think they've been successful there are a load of companies out there trying to do something similar mm-hmm and you get the product and you're like, oh, I don't know about this, mate. Yeah, you know? the end product is not, it doesn't live up to the expectations it in doesn't. terms of the, the, the whole background you've put into the research, the, the sourcing of the materials and the manufacture, and then the finishing yeah. is yeah, poor yeah, quality. Yeah, the, the, the thing, none of that matters. Yeah. None of that matters. It doesn't matter because the product falls apart. Yeah, or it none of that matters. Listen, you can be as sustainable as you want, clearing yeah. up the beaches left, right and centre. Yeah, or you sending know. your staff uh, on, uh, I don't know, uh, special charity days where yeah listen all of that is nonsense because if your product is rubbish yeah then pack it up yeah pack it up and try something else uh however if you're if you're sustainably minded yeah. and you're on a mission mm -hmm. like these guys are these guys are on a mission 
And uh, you know what? I think they've created something great. I think a lot of people should look at what they're doing, actually, mm-hmm. and uh, take some inspiration. Yeah. Um, and talking about inspiration, okay. we hope that the uh, the track that we leave you guys on yeah. uh, will also provide you with a bit of inspiration. Um, today, I'm going to leave them with um, Marmot's Dance by Plasma. Okay, sounds interesting. Do you know what a marmot is? Marmot, I haven't heard of that term before. I think it's it? a mouse. A mouse. I think it's a part of a vermin family. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think so. Look forward to that. So there we go. Okay. I hope you enjoy that one. Uh, adios for now and see you on the next episode. Stay curious. Take care. Take care.